Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio this week. And uh, Georgia, one of the things Georgia is known for is peanuts, peanut production. And the National Peanut Board is based in Atlanta and has a new CEO. We're talking with him this week, Ryan LaPCier, and uh, just took over at the beginning of the year. And Ryan, thanks for coming on this week. Well, thanks for having me. It's uh, exciting to be here to talk to you about peanuts. I am a peanut fan through and through, no matter where I am, a baseball game or uh, a carnival or just snacking at home. And uh, kind of uh, kind of give us a little background on what the National Peanut Board does and what your main duties are. Sure, absolutely. Um, the National Peanut Board is funded by America's peanut farmers to help um, solve problems. So whether that's consumption, how can farmers grow peanuts more efficiently um, with fewer um, inputs or um, to tackle things like uh, drought tolerance. So we fund research, we do consumer promotions, and we tackle serious issues like peanut allergy. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. As, as part of what you're doing is uh, um, getting awareness and uh, um, information about peanut allergies, I guess. Yes, yes, absolutely. When the board was formed a little over 20 years ago, our peanut farmers at the time who served on the board had this big giant truck that would go around the country to different fairs and festivals and they did chef demos and had a stage. And one of the peanut farmers, her name was Dee Dee Darden from Virginia, she said people were, would come up to them and say, how does it feel to grow something that kills people? And they were chagrined. They were taken aback. And they realized, hmm, as peanut farmers, if we're part of the problem with peanut allergy, we need to be part of the solution. So they started to get smart about the issue, they educated themselves, they formed a scientific advisory uh, council to provide um, you know, input for, for what they should be doing. And so they started funding research, and one of the first studies they funded ended up leading to um, another study, which led to new guidelines, early introduction of peanuts to prevent peanut allergies. So we know now that if you give babies four to six months peanut, they're 86% um, uh, reduction in peanut allergy um, wow. developing in those, those kids. So our farmers care very deeply about that issue. That's good news, and we're with Ryan LaPCA, National Peanut Board. And uh, Ryan, farming um, has taken a hit around the country, in, in some parts of the country, and uh, uh, farming of all types. Uh, I went to college in Iowa, um, so I know about farming. Where do we stand with peanut farming, peanut production, and uh, what, what are some of the goals heading into, uh, heading into the rest of this decade? Sure, that's a great question. Well, you know, our farmers are just about to make decisions about what they plant for 2024. So they're looking at cotton prices, they're looking at corn, um, some of them are looking at soybeans. So peanuts are grown in rotation with other crops. There's not really such a thing as a peanut farmer who only grows peanuts. He or she is, is growing peanuts in rotation with other crops. And that's part of the beauty of peanuts because peanuts are part of um, you know, the ecosystem of a farm. So I think, you know, we're blessed that um, our farmers have been committed to funding research about how they can grow peanuts more efficiently. In the last uh, decade, we've mapped the genome of the peanut. So our peanut researchers are able to um, create varieties of peanuts that help to um, solve some of those issues in parts of the country where water and drought is a, is a challenge. We have more drought tolerant varieties and um, 
places like um, Georgia, you know, you could see um, some issues with, um, like, leaf spot is a, con- is a common problem. So our, yeah. our plant breeders are able to create new varieties that help to solve problems in the farm. So I think that our farmers are positive when they think about the next decade. Peanuts are, like I said, grown in rotation with other crops, and they're part of the total farm ecosystem. We often say that, um, you know, George Washington Carver Yep. convince farmers to grow peanuts back in the day when um, cotton, cotton, cotton was grown on the farm and the boll weevil came and sort of decimated southern agriculture. We like to say the peanuts saved southern agriculture because they introduced the concept of rotation um, farming. Yeah, I went to Iowa State University, uh, Ryan, and uh, many of my classes were in Carver Hall, which uh, uh, named a- named after George Washington Carver, a very... Uh, uh, high, held in high res, uh, esteem there at Iowa State, and uh, how, how much education? I mean, I remember when I was a kid, there was like a little Saturday or Sunday morning little cartoon short that was about George Washington Carver. How much do you educate kids these days about uh, about uh, Carver and uh, and, and the history of uh, what he did for peanuts? Yeah, that's a great question. We don't have any formal program about educating around around Carver or marketing to children, but I can tell you this, the, one of the most commonly searched um, um, topics on our website is George Washington Carver. So if people go to nationalpeanutboard.org and search for George Washington Carver, we have a lot of great information, including the hundreds of uses that he came up with for peanuts. Sure. He convinced far- farmers to grow them. He, he was so smart. He didn't just say, farmers, you need to grow peanuts or sweet potatoes to tackle this bull weevil. He thought ahead and he said, if I'm going to convince farmers to grow peanuts, there better be something that we can do with these peanuts once they're, you know, once they're produced. Yeah, he was like a social media influencer ahead of his time. So uh, I love that. He was. That's a great way. Yeah. Uh, again, you can't get out of Iowa State without knowing all about George Washington Carver. And and uh, we're with Ryan LaPCA here from the National Peanut Board. And Ryan, as I watch uh, football and sports on TV, I see ads for almonds and pecans and, uh, and other nuts. Do you guys... Uh, have a uh, a campaign at all? Uh, do, you, do you need to do that, or are peanuts already uh, such a known quantity that uh, Americans and uh, and those in North America and and, uh, and abroad are well aware of peanuts, the uses of peanuts, and uh, what a great snack it is? Well, absolutely. We we have lots of um, uh, campaign. We have a campaign. Um, every year to reach consumers about peanuts. Unfortunately, we don't have the same budget that some of those others you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so we're not we're not able to um, do the, t- the the fancy TV spots. But I'm excited to to share with you that we do have a uh, a campaign um, in partnership with the 18. It's a media uh, company that covers all things soccer from pro down to youth soccer. And so we've had an opportunity to work with some great um, soccer athletes and to really. Um, dive into the, the health and nutrition benefits of peanuts for athletes, and not just the nutrition, like the fun, right? Everybody loves loves peanuts and peanut butter, and sure. especially athletes know that, you know, peanut butter is like, you know, perfect fuel. Sure. Are you there? I'm here. Yep. Yes. You don't, I know you don't have the budget to hire Deion Sanders, I guess, like, uh, like some nut companies, but uh, you guys are doing a great job. And where do we stand here uh, with peanuts heading uh, the rest of this decade and into the future? What are some of your goals? Well, peanut consumption is 
at an all-time high. Um, and peanut butter consumption in particular, Americans are eating about 4.4 pounds per capita in the most recent market year. So we're super excited about that. But we know that peanuts and peanut butter are a pretty mature product. So what we're looking at is how can we come up with some new uses for peanuts, maybe even non-edible uses for peanuts, like we talk about um, peanut diesel, like biofuel, or, you know, biofuels or aviation fuels or maritime fuels. What about looking back at some of those uses that Carver came up with, like um, peanuts in uh, plastics or rubber, peanuts um, outside of the peanut butter jar to um, be really um, simple about it. Great. Wrapping up here with Ryan. And Ryan, if people want to find out more information, nationalpeanutboard.org, is that uh, where they should go? Absolutely. Nationalpeanutboard.org is our website. We've got lots of great information about peanuts, recipes, information about peanut allergy, which we talked about earlier, and um, information about the National Peanut Board and what we do. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of companies got some press this uh, past month, Ryan, for bowl games uh, in college football. Uh, there, I know there's been an uh, an almond bowl of some sort before. We had a pop tarts and cheese it bowl. I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to the peanut bowl held in downtown Atlanta pretty soon. That would be fantastic. We would love to do a peanut bowl. That would be so much fun. I'm happy with my sports connections. Happy to help out with that. And Ryan, you're a great sport. Uh, good luck. Uh, I know you're going to be successful. Great to uh, see the peanut board in good hands, and uh, can't wait to see what's next. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks, Ryan.